0: Hi, I'm Cheryl and Hello, this is Cristabel.
1: Hello, this is Michael
0: Horse. Do you enjoy listening to Twin Peaks Unwrapped the podcast? Have you picked up our book yet, Twin Peaks Unwrapped the book? That has over 100 cast and crew who have contributed to this book and it's i think people really love it i mean we also have community commentary where a lot of the community have participated in this it's just a great book we recommend you pick it up at bluerosemag.com
2: thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and, and keeping twin peaks alive
3: Welcome to Twin Peaks Unwrapped Lynch Madness Edition. I'll be your host Brian Kazaska, today, and we hope to definitively proclaim the best David Lynch film of all time according to us. On today's panel, we have an old friend of the show, and her work can be currently found in twenty five years later site, and she will be part of the most anticipated book of the year, <laughs> The Woman of Lynch. <laughs> Our one and only Twin Peaks fanatic, Maya. How's it going, Maya?
2: Oh, very good. Thank you for that introduction. Nice to (laughs) to be here.
3: And down the line is a longtime friend of the podcast who once got us lost in the movies, but now just gets me lost in Twin Peaks. The one and only Joel Baco. How's it going, Joel?
4: It's going well. Thank you, guys. Glad to be here on the court. <laughs> Where I guess no the, the what would be the analogy at the off-track betting or
3: something. Yes, off, we're, 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 we're actually recording this at a racetrack.
4: Uh, Imagine and- Lynch doing like an off-track betting scene. That would be. I feel like he'd do a lot with the characters who who, who gather together in those spots. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. And very wild at heart.
3: To to round out this amazing panel of Lynch experts is the yin to my yang, the Dale Cooper to my Harry Truman, Mr. Ben Durant. How's it going, Ben? Good. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I'm glad you get to join me on your own show. So, I have explained the rules to everyone off mic, but for our audience, this is how it will work. We will be using a 10-movie single elimination bracket to crown the best Lynch movie of all time, according to us. I used the meta scores for each movie and put the highest versus the lowest and went down the line. Now, this is where our panel of experts come in. They will be the deciding factor who moves on and could go on to be crowned the best David Lynch movie of all time, according to us. So, with all that out of the way, we start the game. So, okay. jo- Joel, we're going to go with you first. We're going to have... 1977 Eraser Head. Up against Firewalk with Me from
2: 1992. My secret diary. Her page is messy. There is no other person who could have known where it was. Did Bobby give you this, or is there someone
4: new?
1: How do you know what she likes?
3: Now, Eraserhead was the highest, had the highest score of 87. While Firewalk with me, 28, what is your pick?
4: Well, I'll talk about each one in turn, and then I'll I'll reveal my choice. So Eraserhead, I think you could make a case for that as the most perfect Lynch film. There's others that are maybe more ambitious that do other things, but like Mm -hmm. Eraserhead, even though he was just this kid, 20-something years old, shooting in, like, the stable of the AFI, what he pulled off with that is almost just flawless. Like, it's a perfect realization of his vision. And I think it's because he spent so long, he spent five years slowly assembling that film painstakingly, point by point. Firewalker, on the other hand, very different scenario. That whole thing, I think the conception of it was, like, March or April 91, like right as the show was getting canceled. And he was done editing and premiering it at Cannes by May of 92. So literally one year raced through it. There were all kinds of problems with the production. McLaughlin dropped out. The first script is like this behemoth that you know it's, they, they had to whittle down. Uh, they actually had to whittle down Eraserhead, too. He actually screened it and cut out, um, I think, is it like 30 minutes or something, like some huge amount of footage. Um, so that went through a bit of a process as well, but I think comparatively, he was able to be very careful, very precise with Eraserhead, and almost had to be kind of messy with Firewalk with me. So obviously, I think the meta ratings reflect that to a certain extent. Eraserhead is obviously so high because it's so carefully put together, and Firewalk with me ended up being having kind of a messy process, and you can see some of that on the screen. So with that in mind, the perfect film versus the flawed, messy film, my choice is the flawed, messy film, Firewalk With Me, the 28, definitely going on to the next round. I love Eraserhead. Um, I can see a sort of an objective case to make, pick that, but I think Firewalk With Me is a more rich emotional experience. I think it's a more complex film in a lot of ways I think Eraserhead is a wonderful start to Lynch's career. It's a masterpiece. You don't think you need to put any qualifications on it, but I'm going to go with the film that is more raw and kind of powerful in that way, I think.
3: All right. So, Joel, Fire Walk With Me. Ben, Eraserhead or Fire Walk With Me?
0: Hmm, this is... <laughs> <laughs> hmm, this is the host Twin Peaks Unwrapped. What will, he- what will I be picking? Yes, I will be picking Fire Walk <laughs> With Me... It is an incredible film. Uh, Cheryl Lee, as we always say, should have gotten an Oscar. Her performance is incredible. I love the soundtrack right from the beginning when the movie starts off. It's such a great soundtrack. The, the, I always think it's just a brave film because it's about a story about abuse from uh, from a woman and her, her father abusing her, sexually abusing her. It's a very intense film. I mean, the style of it, I think it's brilliantly made. I, I mean, it's just, it's just a great film. I mean, yeah. it's just... And it is, it's, it, to me, It's an. I have trouble even thinking of it as a film. I still think it's an extension of uh, Twin Peaks. So it's still yeah. hard for me. I actually was re-watching uh, Joel's, I think it's uh, Seven Tips About Firewalk With Me. Is that what it's called, your uh, YouTube video?
4: Seven Facts About Twin Peaks
0: Firewalk With Me. Uh, yes, that's great. I wouldn't recommend everybody check that out on YouTube. And I think at some point you were talking about that there are plenty of people that can appreciate this film by itself that it is it can stand alone and for me it's always so hard because like well you don't know that cooper is stuck in the lodge and you don't know all the background about twin peaks and so for me it's always like i can't see how you can even watch this film without twin peaks and stuff so yeah but it's such a it is such a brilliant film and it's so well made and
3: so fire walk uh, with me is going to go into round two but maya even though it mm-hmm. won what would, what would be your pick
2: well, I was going to say Fire with Me too. Okay, so it would have been across <laughs> the board. Everybody. But I love that movie, and that's that was my first introduction to Lynch. So, absolutely, Fire with Me for me. Wow. And I, and I was always thinking that you shared with us. I think you used
0: to rent the VHS all the time and, and sneak it when <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> your yes. family wasn't around.
2: You'd watch it, girl. Uh, yeah, I lived in this just tiny little town, and we had this. It was nothing. Video store. There was like ten videos in there, but they did have <laughs> Fire Walk with Me, and I think i rented it a hundred times. Uh, I loved that movie.
3: All right, Maya, we're going to we're going to go to you first for this one. In 1999, the Straight Story.
1: Rose, darling, I'm going to go back on the road, and I I've got to make this trip on my own. I've got to go see Lyle. I know you understand. <laughs> Alvin, you're going to get blown off the right off the road. That's what I'm afraid. You know, uh, I'd be happy to drive you the rest of the way to Mount Zion. I still want to finish this the way I started. And this trip is a hard swallow for my pride. I just hope I'm not too late. You've got two brothers that haven't spoken in 10 years. I want to make peace. I want to sit with him, look up at the stars, like we used to do so long ago. Brothers and brothers.
3: Up against 1984's Dune.
1: A beginning is a very delicate time. Know then that it is the year 10,191. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is the spice melange. The spice extends life. The spice exists on only one planet in the entire universe. The planet is Arrakis, also known
2: as June. If I'm being fair, I didn't actually ever see Dune in its entirety till probably a couple of years ago. Um, But I think without getting too heavy into it, it would absolutely be straight story for me. Dune is probably the Lynch film that just feels sort of like the weirdest to me. I don't and I never really liked it all that much, if I'm being honest. So the straight story, I just think is such a beautiful story. It's so emotional. That would be my choice
3: all right one for the straight story joel we're going to you the straight story or dune
2: this is
4: probably the easiest choice of any of them for me because uh i need to see dune someday on like a blu-ray or a big screen and appreciate the visuals more but it's never going to probably be anything more than my least favorite uh lynch film because i like his other films so much and this one just has so many compromises for me and obviously for him as well it's the one film that he doesn't quite stand by and i i will shout out to the listeners out there i know there are some listeners who do love dune and sorry to do this to you but straight story it is and uh i'll probably give more of a reason why when it as it advances which it hopefully will
3: well joel you you got it into the next round but ben before we go what were you going to pick out of those two
0: I, too, would have picked Wow!
3: one. So two in a row. This, <laughs> see, this was the easy round. This was a very easy round. I, I, The next round is really going to uh, be tough. Oh,
0: boy.
3: It's going to be tough, gen- ladies and gentlemen. All right, we're moving on to round two. Ben, we're going to start with Ben on this one. This is the one I've been waiting for all night. Mohan Drive.
0: Believe it. I'm just so excited to be here. I'm in this dream place. This one comes highly recommended.
1: What are you doing? Get out of the car. Yes. The girl is still missing.
3: What's wrong? I don't know who I am. Wonder where you were going. Oh, let drive. Or Lost Highway Ben.
1: I lied there. October Films invites you to take a trip on David Lynch's ah! Lost Highway
3: dun 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 well, anybody
0: who's listened to my to this show enough times knows where i stand but i will say you know those are both incredible films Mahalan drive has been on the uh, i think that's the top 100 list of greatest films of the 21st century yes so i mean it's many people say it would be one of his best if not the best film of his I think they're, in some ways they're very similar. They're dealing with these characters that are are, are lost and confused, and this, there's very dream elements, and then the characters change into other characters, and I feel like there's a lot of similarities. It's funny, you know, Joel talks about ra- how much he appreciates the rawness of of uh, Firewalk with Me. I really appreciate the rawness of Lost Highway. I mean, I think, to me, it's my favorite David Lynch film... The casting is wonderful. I love... Some people think it's very uh, slow-moving or they're, they're bad acting. I just think it's the style of the film. It's this dream elements, And it's like you don't know what's quite going on. And I, I've said it many times before. I saw it the night it came out. The very same day, I went back and saw it again. And it's probably the only film I can remember the same day seeing the film twice in theater. So in the soundtrack, you, know, you have Angelo... And you have Barry Adam Adamson, and you have Trent Reznor from Nine yeah. Nails, and you have B- David Bowie singing, and it's just an incredible. I, that's not even my music, but that's that the feeling and the atmosphere is so good throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so many different scenes that are incredible. The Mystery Man walking up and, and to and f- Fred and saying, "I'm in your house right now," and it just like blows your mind. It's like, what the heck is going on? So for me, it's just it's just an incredible film. But they're both in great films, and I feel like. I feel like Lost Highway is the raw film, and I feel like the polished film is Mahalan Drive. And I can see why people might pick
3: that. So what are you picking, Ben?
0: Lost Highway.
3: Lost Highway. Yeah. One for Lost Highway. So with that being said, Ben, we're going to Maya. Hey, Maya, <laughs> don't forget I gave you that money before the show started. He Paypal'd you uh, $5, I think. It was Bitcoin, so it doesn't really count as real money.
2: <laughs> I think this is a really, really hard one because uh, I've always looked at those movies as – kind of Ben said it before, like they're almost like cousins to each other, I think. I always sort of looked at Lost Highway as sort of being the the male perspective and Mulholland Drive being the female perspective of sort of the same story of the lover killing the other and going into a dream and I but uh even though I absolutely love Mulholland Drive and I think it is probably in many ways, one of Lynch's best films. In the last few years, I have grown um, a real attachment to Lost Highway. I think it's interesting because when I first saw it, when I was very young, when it first came out, I didn't really like it. It didn't something about it. I guess it went over my head. But when I rewatched it a few years ago, I absolutely fell in love with it so i'm choosing lost
3: highway
2: wow, wow that's earth-shattering i really it's am shocked the money no. i really thought joel so you're and a you
3: a little you, bit of an upset there it Yes, is <laughs>
0: i'm shocked my i am shocked
3: <laughs> wow so so joel if you, <laughs> yeah. you know lost highway is going to move on but joel what would mm-hmm. have you picked
4: uh well i would have picked Mulholland drive so mm-hmm. i'll give a, a a brief kind of reason why? Since we're not going to hear from it again, <laughs> I'll speak to the yeah. the most right. acclaimed Lynch film of the well, maybe not the Metascore most. Is that the highest Metascore? Yes. Score?
3: Yeah, it was. The, Mulholland Drive no, in eighty three.
4: Laser higher, right?
3: Yes. Yes.
4: Okay. But it's close. Close. Okay. So, uh, yes, I Mulholland Drive was my introduction to the Lynch Lynchverse. Absolutely, I was nineteen twenty when it came out, and I've seen it so many times. And I, this is the hardest, this would have been, if I had any say in it, <laughs> the hardest choice, I think, between these two films. I I really love both of them. They're both very top tier, at least in this first round, this mm. would have been, or this first, the, you know, the first pair ups. Uh, I would go with Mulholland Drive, I think, because just overall the impact it's had personally for me on cinema. And I, I'll i have more to say on Lost Highway since it's going to go on, but for Mulholland Drive, I'll just say, I think Ben made a great argument as, as for sort of the more raw, the more polished. But I think you can also go a little bit the other way too and sort of say about, like we said with Eraserhead and um, Firewalk with me, Mulholland Drive is a very, like the whole process of making it was very complex. Uh, you have the whole mm. last third of the film only being created or written after the first two thirds were like shot and edited. So, I'm always fascinated by those kinds of processes and the types of movies they make. So, for me, that would be like the, the cherry on top or the <clears> feather <throat> or whatever that would put it over the edge. But alas, it is not my choice.
3: Uh,
0: I'm happy Lost Highway is going through, but I'm kind of sad that Mahan's right. I'm actually,
4: <laughs> it's guys crying that, here. Yeah, that, I mean, that's granted like Firewalk with Me has an unusual handicap since this is a Twin Peaks podcast. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, I feel like Mulholland Drive in most scenarios would be the one people would predict would go on. So that's a very interesting upset. Big in upset, end. man. I this really is assumed, great.
0: I really assumed. I just thought it was a no-brainer that you guys were going to both go with the Mulholland Drive. I Thank know.
4: you, Maya. I, I the check is be in be the
2: Mahal
0: mail.
4: That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Lost Highway swayed me in the last few years. Wow.
1: I just... We've met before, haven't we? I don't think so. At your house, don't you remember? No, I don't. As a matter of fact, I'm there right now. That's crazy, man. Call me.
3: Alright, we're <laughs> moving on. We have Firewalk with me up against a wild at heart.
1: Lula. I didn't have much parental guidance.
3: Baby, you better run me back to the hotel you got me hotter in Georgia asphalt. This whole world wild at heart and weird on top. And hey Maya, we're going to go to you.
2: Mm. Now, this is a tough one. I know it really is. I'm going to have to say Firewalk with me because wow. that's been my, my movie always, but it's very hard to choose because I think Wild at Heart is just a great movie, and it's like the, one of the lighter Lynch films. And there's so much about it that I think is romantic, and you can get lost in it. And I hate to see it be eliminated so early, but uh, we'll see.
3: Well, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. That's true. That's we're... true. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. One for Firewalk with Me, Joel. We're going to you.
4: This is not a tough one for me.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: I'm definitely going
4: with Firewalk with Me. I do like Wild at Heart. I think it's grown for me with time. I really didn't do that much for me when I first saw it. And I think uh, I liked it more kind of the second or third, but I think it really flipped for me. When I got to see it on a big screen. It just really came alive and was so much fun. Uh, so, you know, I'm a little sorry to see it go, but not that sorry. It's probably my second least favorite Lynch film. And that's to say nothing about the quality of Wild at Heart. It's just how much I love the other
0: films.
3: All right. Know? And, Ben, I know uh Firewalk me moves on, but what was your pick?
0: Well, I agree with Joel just said. I feel uh it's probably my least wild heart is one at the bottom of my list of movies. Yeah. I, at the same time, I, there's things I love about Wild of Heart. I love the Wizard of Oz elements. Every time I watch it, I see more Wizard of Oz elements. So like, you know, all these sex scenes that they have, it's in different colors as though it's like rainbows and stuff like that. Like, like
3: they're going to the enchanted I, I world or something. Or
0: over the rainbow. I don't, yeah, yeah. there's different other elements. So there's things I appreciate and I love the ending. But... It's not as good as Firewalk With Me. Yeah. So yeah. I still am, I'm all for Firewalk With Me.
4: Wow. So I just want to point out that the nineteen ninety Palm d'Or winner for David Lynch has ah. been defeated by the film that was booed. <laughs> Sorry, Robert Engels, but it was booed. It two was two years later.
3: <laughs> you heard it here first. Firewalk with me is on fire.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> we got, we got Mahaland Drive, which is
3: considered I know. The 21st century's greatest. Yeah, yeah, that was gonna be
4: one of the biggest competitors. I, I know.
3: Yeah, I guess, this yeah. is gonna get harder and harder. But we're moving on, folks. We're moving on, Joel. We're gonna start with you on this one. 1980s, The Elephant Man. Life
1: is full of surprises, ladies and gentlemen. The terrible. Elephant. Man. At first, you will want to turn away from him. Then, you may find him a silent, unresisting target for your ridicule.
0: Mister, why is your head so big, mister?
1: (laughs) But if you come to know him, have you always been the way you are now? You will begin to see beyond the perversion of his form. Are you in any pain? Are your parents still alive? Your father, your mother, and discover the beauty in the beast. And perhaps for the first time, you will understand the true meaning of courage and human dignity. I am not an animal.
3: I am a human being. Up against the straight story. We're getting some
4: interesting juxtapositions here because I think these are two of lynch's most overtly emotional films i think probably the two most overtly emotional i think i'd put firewalk with me up there with him in a way but that's more cryptic for a lot of people and sort of has a challenging structure these two are like real crowd pleasers uh i would say for me i guess i'll go right to mike it's the straight story Mm -hmm. and i think um I, i i love the elephant man i think it shows some signs of being Early in Lynch's career, less sure in a way. It's beautifully shot, and by the way, both are shot by the same uh, cinematographer. Wow. Oh, nice. I think Francis Fisher, right? Is his name?
0: I think that's right.
3: We I don't, don't have I a fact checker that, today. So. I know. We got to get one. Okay, for next sorry time. guys, okay. but yeah,
4: it's it's like uh, he was an all-time UK horror f- horror director, and uh, you can really see that in the Elephant Freddy Man.
0: Freddie Francis. Freddie Frans- Francis. Francis. Okay, there we go. The
4: Francis. <laughs> And uh, straight story, uh, I'll save. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to save some of my praise for some of these as they go along. Okay. But uh, The Elephant Man, I think, is a little bit. I think the screenplay is a little cliched at times. I think there's some sentimentality in some of the material that sort of seeps into it. I think the villains are a little bit too one dimensional and some things like that. Beautiful film, beautiful performances, great movie but I think Straight Story ultimately has a more subtle and sophisticated uh, way to the viewer's heart, at least more consistently that way. Wow. But the end of end of Elephant Man, one of the great endings in cinema. Absolutely.
3: Very true. Very true. All right, so that's one for the Straight Story. Ben, we're going to you.
0: Well, first I want to say, I'll start with the Elephant Man. I actually think that this might be my first Lynch film that I ever saw. I actually think I, – so I, Twin Peaks is how I discovered David Lynch. And then I, when I started watching Twin Peaks, I'd have like a film class or something. Maybe it was something related. I, we could watch films every once in a while. And I asked my teacher – the teacher said, oh, what director do you want to pick? like so I said David Lynch. And the only like safe movie to watch was like The Elephant Man. So I think that was like the first wow. film I ever saw. That's it. cool. And there's something – it's a beautiful film, black and white. And – it's so emotional and like the whole idea of like, I'm not a monster. I'm a human being. And mm. it's, it's it's a really touching, beautiful film. And he still has some of these dream elements. And even at the end, you know, he's like, in, there's the mom in space. And and the acting is incredible. I mean, John Hurt and uh, there's just so much good acting. Saying all that, Straight Story is still my pick as well. It's so much more lynch I mean, when we think Lynchian, we still we have a guy on a tractor and he's going to see his brother. I mean, that feels more Lynch than at least what I think of Lynch's style of of slow pace and just (laughs) odd dialogue at times or just like common, common stuff. Like we're talking about a lawnmower and and, and everyday life. And I don't know it's it's a beautiful film. So I I'm with Straight Story as well.
3: Straight Story moves on. But Maya, what would have been your pick?
2: I would have picked the straight
3: story. Wow. You guys are, I thought nice. the elephant man would have won that for some strange reason. I was thinking elephant yeah. man, but you guys surprised me. It's
0: funny me. if the elephant man was maybe up against somebody else, but yeah.
4: Well, of course we have to say it's all fun and games, but we don't actually want to re- replace one film with the other. So thankfully no. we get to have both. That's yes, true. Yes. In the real world. And that was my first Lynch film too. Actually. I forgot to mention elephant ah. man when I was like probably 10 or 11. That so something? I do love it. And, uh, but yeah, <laughs> straight uh,
3: story it is. So this is the final bracket of round two. We're going to go to you, Ben, to start this one off. 2006 Inland Empire.
1: From Hollywood, California, where stars make dreams and dreams make stars. You have a new
3: role to play, I
1: hear? Up for a
3: role. No, no. I definitely heard that you have it. Versus 1986, Blue Velvet. From the mind of David Lynch comes
1: a modern-day masterpiece. So startling, so provocative, so mysterious, that it will open your eyes to a world you have never seen before.
0: Hey, neighbor.
1: I come You got about one second to live, buddy! Through my
3: tears. What are you gonna pick?
0: Well in that Empire it's, it's... can't
3: explain.
0: <laughs> can't explain. <laughs> It's funny. It has a lot of these elements that it, of his later films, where there you don't know what's going to happen, and it goes in different directions, and the, are the characters different? Yeah. And yeah, it's just a really odd, crazy, dreamlike world. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that film gives me a headache. I, I that my, I don't know. I want to like it, and I do like it at times, but that that film is a tough one for me. And we've done shows, and I've tried yeah. to rewatch it and dancing, like three hours. Yeah. yeah. There's elements. I love the dancing at yeah. the end and stuff like that. Feels like a party. Yeah, but. Blue Velvet is a classic, and is just and the thing about Blue Velvet that I love so much is how well it's made and the pacing and the and the characters they're also incredible. I mean, and like you look at some of these deleted scenes and and they don't fit Blue Velvet and it's just it was such a tight you know Dwayne Dunham edited Blue Velvet which he went on to edit the pilot of Twin Peaks and went to direct the first episode. And he just did an incredible job editing this. And it's just a great soundtrack. It's a great film. And it's just, it's a classic. Blue Velvet, it's all the way.
3: Wow. Wow. So Blue Velvet. Maya, what are you going for? <clears throat>
2: um. Okay. I, <laughs> I have to say Blue Velvet was, I know a lot of people love that movie. For me, it always ranks somewhere in the middle hmm. uh, as far as Lynch films go, uh, although I do love it and appreciate it on a lot of levels. Uh, Inland Empire was probably, outside of doing the movie, I liked the least from Lynch, so I think it's pretty easy
3: on this one for me to say Blue Velvet. Joel, uh, could, can we all assume you pick Blue Velvet as well? No, I was going to pick Inland Empire. Wow! wow. <laughs> wow.
0: I want to know why.
3: I, I want to hear yeah, about well. this. I
4: was gonna be, it was going to be interesting to me if if... Maya had a surprising answer because I was going to be like, oh, my God, nobody's going to suspect. So for <laughs> me, uh, this is a similar dynamic to what I talked about with Eraserhead and, versus Firewalk with me. I think Blue Velvet is just a very finely tuned, accomplished mm. film. It's one of his most like, uh, tight, kind for exactly the reason you said. I think it's the last time that he let himself kind of be reined in that way with yeah. the editing. Uh, wild at Heart already is kind of all over the place. and uh, But I have a fondness for that late Lynch period where you're immersed in like a dream and you're mm-hmm. getting lost in all these little corners. And to me, Inland Empire is like surfing the internet or like channel surfing. I just love what it – and I love the fact that at this point I've seen so many Lynch films and Twin Peaks episodes so many times that they don't have that same – visceral startling effect they had the first time like that lynch magic yeah but inland Empire can still pull that off for me because it's just such a diffuse messy crazy film yeah Uh, so i love that about it and i i wasn't that crazy about it the first time i saw it but it's grown on me a lot with repeat viewings and it just it to me is still the lynch film that's the most like just getting lost in a crazy dream alternate reality that's like pure i mean David Nevin said The Return was, like, the pure heroine Lynch, but this is definitely the pure heroine Lynch. <laughs> yeah, The Finland Empire. Yeah. All right. So I, stick it in my veins, but uh, then take it away because it's it didn't win. No. Nope, blue about. Velvet moves
3: on. I was
0: going to say, I, I agree with everything you said, and yet for me it's just a hard film to yeah, It is sometime. a hard film to I get it.
4: Yeah, it is. Yeah. I love the scene. I don't even quite know why, where they're in the backyard and they're having, like, this weird barbecue. <laughs> it's just like – Like, I I, I don't know. It's from another
0: country, too. I don't know. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I just, yep, I remember (laughs) that. Not Yaga. I can't think of it.
3: Shot in Poland or something. Yeah, Poland. Poland. I I thought it was something to do with the killer. I don't know. I can't think about it now because we have to move on to round three. (laughs) Round three. (laughs) Lost Highway is up against Fire Rock with me, and we're going to start with Maya. No! no! (laughs) Maya, you start this round.
4: Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, That's... this is really, really tough. Uh, no pressure. You're just the
2: deciding vote on this. I know. <laughs> okay. I love Fire Walk with Me so much, and uh, for so many reasons. I've loved it since I was a young girl. Uh, it really—I actually loved it that movie before I really saw all of Twin Peaks, and it really solidified my love of Twin Peaks. But that being said. I, uh, something about Lost Highway in the past few years has really captivated my mind. And I think the layers of it and the, I don't know, the way I've sort of interpreted it in recent years kind of makes it my pick. So I'm going with Lost Highway. Wow. wow.
0: And again, again, I'm
2: surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I still upset. haven't gotten any money from Ben, but
3: I'm uh, going for
0: Lost Highway. I like you even more than I, I, I did before. You are amazing. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so... Uh, because I don't I know where this is going to go with Ben. Joel, you're going next. Lost highway yeah. or firewalk with me?
4: Well, I have mixed feelings about the fact that that firewalk with me is almost certainly not going to go on for. Uh it's definitely my choice. No n- no question.
3: Firewalk um, with me is your choice?
4: Firewalk with me is my choice because Oof. I just think it's it's a, such a like the flaws almost like make it more beautiful in a way you know it's it's like such a everything that you that it was a problem with it like enriches it and makes it you know uh just it, it ah, it's just such a great film and i've talked about it so much on this podcast and that's why i have mixed feelings because i think that would have been the obvious choice so now it's a little more up in the air i think probably lost highway would be the favorite at this point but you know we we uh it's a little more of an open question now what's going to win because the Twin Peaks film has been knocked out. Uh, but, yes, it's definitely, for me, uh, Firewalk With Me would be the one that I would have chosen to take to the end of this process, I think. That would have been my number one.
3: Well, Joel, you just tied it up. I mean, Last Highway and Firewalk With Me are now tied one-to-one. Ben, That's true, but... Ben, <laughs> I don't know. He could change his mind. He is our decider. Ben, what are you picking?
0: Oh my gosh, this is—it's a, a very hard choice because I love Twin Peaks. I mean, I love, <laughs> you love Twin Peaks. I, you know, I'm doing a podcast about Twin Peaks, and it's like I actually see there's nothing wrong with Firewalk with Me. It's an amazing soundtrack. It's amazing cast. It's like to me, it's it's a perfect Lynch film. It's like from the beginning, there is a, a beginning and an ending, and I'm—it's just beautiful. It's a good film. And Lost Highway though is like. Is is I don't know. It's just that it's got all the elements of Lynch that I love. That this, yeah. the the mystery and the soundtrack and it all blends. Together. And there's even the violence and there's things that are like I is uncomfortable for me. And I kind of like that about Lynch is that it's I mean that and that's also thing about the, the firewalk with Me that are very uncomfortable to have find out that the father is you know the killer and and, mm-hmm. and has abused his daughter.
3: So Ben, what's it gonna be?
0: Uh, can we pass? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's got to be Lost Highway, doesn't it? uh,
1: Where was it you think we met? At your house, don't you remember?
3: We're going into the final bracket of round three. We have the straight story up against uh, Blue Velvet. And Joel, we're going to start with you.
4: This will be interesting to see what happens here. I think Blue Velvet's going to win, but my choice would still be uh, straight story so uh, i'm not sure which one's gonna win so I'll, I'll give you a quickie on each in case we never see him again uh, straight story to me is uh it uh, it's another film I, I have a soft spot i think for these sort of like these offbeat choices for like a lynch film like fire walk with me being the you know what it is and spun off from a tv show and not accepted all at all the time and straight story which was very critically acclaimed But it's such an odd entry in the Lynch canon because it's a G-rated Disney movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I love both of those films. There are times where I think Straight Story might be my second favorite Lynch film, period. Uh, Blue Velvet, uh, a great movie. And I think over time, again, it's one of every Lynch film I see over time, I like more and more. I don't think there's any Lynch film I like less the more I see it. But uh, Blue Velvet, the first time I saw it, I was a little disappointed. I was coming straight off of Mulholland Drive, and I was expecting something sort of more intricate and mysterious and you know, hard to figure out in a way, more of like a puzzle going on, and more also of like an immersive dream style. And I think it's a little more classical. It's a little more strained. And I do appreciate that a lot, but it's never quite uh, pulled at like the heartstrings in a way as other Lynch films, certainly not like the straight story does for me. It's, it's more of like a cerebral, somewhat cold experience, uh, in many ways. So my choice is straight story.
3: All right. One goes to the straight story. Uh, Ben, we're going to you next the straight story or blue velvet. I
0: wasn't sure. And I was listening to Joel and I was like, as he was talking, I was like (laughs) if I was on a deserted Island or I was only allowed to have one movie to watch for the rest of my life, which one would I want to watch? And like that's, and that's what I had to think about. And with Blue Velvet, there's so many elements of Twin Peaks that I like. It's like, the, the, like it's Junior Detective Cooper or something, and you've got like the mystery in the town, and you you've got all these different things. And then you've got the straight story, which is the odd, uh, where this guy is going to see his brother on a lawnmower, but and he meets all these characters, and it's just a sweet film about you know trying to reconnect with a family member. And I think. I think my heart won out on this, surprisingly, because I really thought I was going with Blue Velvet, but I think I'm going with The Straight Story.
3: Wow! Oh! Wow! So, Maya, if you had a a choice, what would it be?
2: Well, I kind of think the reason why people love Blue Velvet so much, I mean, yes, it's a wonderful movie, but I think it was sort of the first Lynch movie that started really marking his more surrealistic type style, and it was very popular, uh, I think because of that, but if I had to choose, I would say Straight Story because I oh, think wow. it has the most heart, for sure. All of us. Wow! Yeah. Wow! It
3: swept. I'm shocked. It swept. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, would have, I would have thought it would got a blue velvet. You
0: get the, the, the drapes, and you've got all these great acting and and great mystery, but yeah, the Straight Story won out.
1: Rosie, I, I've got to go see Lyle, and I I've got to make this trip on my own. I know you understand.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to embark on a journey that once we go past this line, it's going to be hard to go back and we're going to get a lot of angry emails, but it's all going to be worth it because we will crown the best David Lynch film of all time, according to us. So we have Lost Highway versus The Straight Story. Maya, we're going with you first.
2: In this category, it's actually kind of easy for me because I've been on a a Lost Highway thing this whole (laughs) conversation. I'm going to go Lost Highway. I love Straight Story, but I think Lost Highway is, of the two, the most lynchian. That's my pick.
3: All right. So, Ben, I know which way you're going to go. To make this interesting, I'm going to go Joel because Joel could be a wild card on this one. And Ben could be the person who is the decider. I don't know. But, Joel, what do you think?
4: I would go with straight story. And uh, uh, for the reasons I kind of already mentioned. And I just think, and I also will say, you know, look, we're being subjective here. We're picking. There's no real way to find the best Lynch film. So kind of what we're doing is making a fun game. What would be a better Lynchian twist? To the end of this podcast, Ben, I'm speaking directly to you, (laughs) what would be a more Lynchian twist than for the final most acclaimed film on the Twin Peaks Unwrapped podcast after all of these brackets have been (laughs) surpassed? And the G-rated Disney film by that many people don't even know is a Lynch film. And that's probably one of the least. Think of how many people will listen to this podcast (laughs) and go watch The Straight Story for the first time because
3: of your advocacy for it. The Straight Story hits number one on (laughs) iTunes? That would be amazing.
4: think of the power in your hands. But the
0: power right if now. I went Lost Highway, maybe people would rethink <laughs> Lost Highway and want to go check out Lost Highway. But
4: they already
3: have. Oh, already they already. Go. they haven't know. seen the straight story.
0: It's true they you're right. There's a lot of people that don't know about the straight story. So,
3: we're tied. No pressure. We're no tied, pressure. Ben. And Ben, um, you know, just so you know, no matter what you pick, we're going to get angry emails.
0: Yes, and it's okay.
3: It's all right because we are deciding. This is a
0: this is a magic moment, you know, right now.
3: The best <laughs> David Lynch movie of all time, according to us. Well,
0: maybe I'm just deranged.
3: Yes, I love your <laughs> your calls to the soundtrack of Lost Highway. So, Ben, I, give I, us a long answer, and then give us give us an answer. Boy. Give us a it's long, quite winded. like a man
0: on a lawnmower <laughs> going down. <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> It's a beautiful film, The, the Straight Story. It is. And my heart didn't win over this time because I go with uh, <laughs> Lost Highway oh! because it's an incredible film. I love the soundtrack. I love the acting. I mean, there's so much. R- R- Richard Pryor, wasn't he in that too? They had a little moment. Yeah, yes. there's so many. Jack Nance's last film and stuff. There's so many things I think about it, I'm so fondly of that film. It's just a great film.
3: So 1997's Lost Highway survived. Thank you, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here first, folks. Lost Highway is now the best David Lynch film of all time, according to uh, us. People
0: are gonna say this is rigged or no something. No arguments. Yeah. And Ben did not um, pay off okay.
3: anybody. Somehow he did. You know he was so worried he was been gonna lose. I've nervous for weeks, months,
0: maybe. That, that, especially when I saw this bracket and it's like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be knocked out right away. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you guys right, have, You have to tell us what your choices would have been for each round.
3: Oh, real quickly, I here. Just as, a, just as a curio. Okay, real quickly, if I was part of this game, Firewalk with me, straight story. Round two, for me, it would have been Lost Highway, Firewalk with me, <sighs> the Elephant Man, and then Blue Velvet. Then round three, I would have stuck with Firewalk with me. I would have stuck with Blue Velvet. And then the last round, Lost Highway, straight story. I would have picked Lost Highway. So well, Lost
0: Highway would have been knocked out though. Well, right. In it would have been Firewalk yeah.
3: with Me against uh, yeah. Blue Velvet. Wow, that
0: would have been a neat, something to see yeah. too. And I
3: would have, I would have went Firewalk with Me. Wow! So that 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 Firewalk <laughs> with me would have made it all the way. <laughs> that was a, that was the true to ending. Reach around, I think. Uh, yeah, that's a right. parallel universe. Right.
0: The true ending should have been a Twin Peaks <laughs> podcast should have had Firewalk with me.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. We could have recorded two audios and people listen on the left channel. It would have been me talking to myself <laughs> and another person. That was me. A panel of me's. What do you think, Brian? What do you think, Brian? What?
4: I have one other option. If, if you wanted to make it super Lynchian, you could have us doing the first three rounds and then just cut to you <laughs> doing the last round with two films that have already been disqualified and leave the audience with that and they never get to hear the uh, the actual
0: outcome.
2: Oh, well, it's my funny because
0: before we talked, uh, I was talking to Brian. It's like, here's what we're going to do. They're all going to they're gonna get rid of Lost Highway and, and I'm going to edit the show and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say <laughs> – pretend I'm Maya. It's like – lost highway yeah <laughs> Joel lost, lost highway.
3: highway yeah Ben was already prepared to uh mimic your voices and dub them over and
0: I was like I was thinking I, going back to old shows and see if you guys said the word lost, lost highway <laughs>
3: uh, I'm, I'm also, so glad I, I will say
4: lost highway is probably either third or fourth definitely top five lynch film so I'm happy to see it uh Come out, even though it was not my choice at any stage. Wow, uh, that's uh, true. It wasn't. Oh no, that's not true. It beat uh, Wild at Heart. Oh no. Oh, Blue Velvet. It out, was it. up against. Was it, up? it was up against firewalk Commission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. No stage was lost. highway my pick. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, even see, though I do like it, it was a tight competition in that bracket.
3: Dick
1: Laurent is dead.
3: Thank you, my wonderful panel, for being on my first Lynch Madness. This is great. I hope to do it again in the future with something else. But before we go, Maya, what are you working on? Where can people reach you? Uh, People can reach me on Twitter or Facebook at Twin Peaks Blog.
2: And uh, you can find an interesting piece that I wrote in the upcoming Women of Lynch book. And uh, I'd probably be doing the occasional article for 25 Years Later as well.
3: We love 25 Years Later site. It was, uh, we had a great time in February with a little crossover we had. And they mentioned you. They
2: mentioned
0: that you were writing. Yeah. It's great that you're working with them now. Yeah. Oh, they're great. They've been wonderful
3: and joel where where can people find you what's your Patreon? You, you're still doing a patreon right
4: oh yeah yeah my website's lost in the movies.com my patreon is patreon.com slash lost in the movies where i do a monthly uh twin peaks rewatch podcast in depth you know all the things you can talk about each each month and uh, that's for the five dollar patrons and the one dollar patrons i'm do- doing a, a a regular podcast talking about movies and twin peaks and have a John Thorne interview that's been going up that's going to go up uh, the third part will go up this month. So, and if you want to follow a little bit of Twin Peaks and a lot of political rants, you can follow me at Lost in the Movies on Twitter.
3: Nice. And how much do, can people donate? Like is it anything? Is there a- There's a
4: $1 tier where you get access to the the broader podcast and then the $5 tier is for the Twin Peaks podcast. And uh, as time goes by, more episodes will become available. Eventually there'll be like a public release, but that's like years down the line. So if you want to listen to this stuff now, this is the way to do it. And I will say, 2019, I know I've been promising this forever, but there's now a, a, a very clear path ahead to how what, when, how, and when I'm going to do it. This There will be more Journey Through Twin Peaks coming out this year for season three of Twin Peaks.
0: Wow, we've been Peaks. waiting for nice. this, so exciting. The
4: video series will continue.
0: Awesome. So, and I, I'm a, I'm a Patreon. Uh, I, I I do the dollar when it's the best dollar of the month that I ever spend. I the mean, price so, of a coffee. Yeah, less of, yeah, less than a coffee. And uh, yeah, you 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 had uh, John Thorne on, and those are great. That alone, you got people should get it just to hear John and you talk.
4: And they can also, I guess, while they're waiting for the video, the new video series to come out. If you check out my YouTube channel, I put up a sh- uh, sample of the John Thorne interview, so you can hear part of it and then go and. If you become a patron here more
0: nice nice and is it still true that it, uh, the patreon uh, members will get to see the video first is that gonna happen the, uh,
4: the... no I think the preview function has gone away because uh, it just I think people actually told me it was kind of funny they're like you're doing too much you need to do less yeah <laughs> so we, we can keep tabs on it so I'm just doing the two podcasts now on there and then of course on my site I'm doing viewing diaries and movie reviews I've uh, got some Mad Men viewing diaries coming up and stuff. So sorry, that's a long. <laughs> we went into many different aspects of, that's great. of what I'm doing. But yeah, that's the Lost in the Movies stuff going on now.
3: Nice. All right. Well, thank you guys. And if you want to send us an angry email about today's show, you can send it over to twinpeaksunwrapped at gmail.com. Like us on the old Facebook. Give us a five star review. A nice little comment in the old iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify. You can find us anywhere. On any podcaster, I guess, at this point. And uh, you can follow us at Twin Peaks Unwrapped on Twitter. And with that being said, we'll see you guys next. Soon. We'll see you soon. I got my
0: head, but my head is unraveling. Can't keep control, can't keep track of where traveling. I got my heart. Shaking me Turn off the sun Pull the stars from the sky The more I give to you